The information in this skill is provided for informational and educational purposes only. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the SMA Flash Briefings. Hi, I'm Price Wildrinch. As a rare neuromuscular disorder patient myself, I enjoy reading flash briefings for spinal muscular atrophy. Here's an article by Marta Figueredo, PhD. Stress-induced protein may serve as new SMA biomarker in infants. Blood levels of a stress-induced protein are significantly higher in young spinal muscular atrophy patients and associate with levels of a nerve cell damage biomarker, a study shows. These findings from untreated SMA patients suggest that this protein, called heat shock 70 KDA protein 7 or HSP70B, may be a useful biomarker to track disease progression early in life. However, more studies are needed to clarify its usefulness and determine whether this protein may also be used to assess responses to treatment, the researchers noted. The study Increased Systemic HSP-70B Levels in Spinal Muscular Atrophy Infants was published in the journal Annals of Clinical and Translational Neurology. SMA is caused by mutations in the SMN1 gene, which impair the production of SMN, a protein essential for health of motor neurons, the specialized nerve cells that control voluntary movement. SMN deficiency leads to the progressive death of motor neurons and to muscle wasting and atrophy. In the last five years, three therapies that can slow or even halt motor neuron loss and improve motor function, Biogen Spinraza, Novartis Zolgensma, and Roche's Evrisdi, have become available. With this emergence of disease-modifying treatments and increasing efforts to add SMA to the list of conditions for newborn screening around the world, identifying novel biomarkers to detect and monitor evidence of disease activity early in life is critical, the researchers wrote. The lack of circulating biomarkers to track SMA progression and therapeutic consequences continues to impair our ability to ensure the best outcomes for SMA newborns, they added. Higher levels of neurofilaments, major structural proteins of neurons, are indicative of nerve cell damage and have been suggested as potential prognostic and treatment response biomarkers in a number of neurodegenerative conditions, including SMA. Biogen and researchers at the Massachusetts General Hospital's Center for Genomic Medicine in Boston set out to identify new biomarkers to predict and track SMA severity early in life by analyzing blood samples from untreated patients under age 2 and age-matched healthy controls. The children's demographic information, clinical data, and blood samples were retrieved from the SPOT SMA Longitudinal Pediatric Data Repository database and linked biorepository. Launched in 2016, SPOT SMA seeks to enroll and follow 1,000 SMA patients under age 3 and their healthy siblings for up to 10 years to collect and analyze longitudinal data that may help improve care for this patient population. The first analysis assessed potential differences in genetic activity between five infants up to one year of age with SMA type 1, a severe form of the disease, and five age-matched, unaffected infants who served as controls. Results showed that 206 genes exhibited significantly different activity between SMA patients and controls. Among the five genes with significantly higher activity in type 1 infants, HSPA7 was the only gene active in all evaluated children and consistently more active in all SMA patients. 
A different method of measuring gene activity also validated these findings, showing 2.7 times greater HSPA7 gene activity in SMA patients than in controls. The HSPA gene provides the instructions to produce HSP70B, a type of heart shock protein, or HSP. HSPs are involved in the correct folding, transport, and degradation of proteins, and their production is induced by cellular stress and DNA damage. The researchers then measured HSPA7 gene activity in 22 other SMA patients up to age 2, six newborns who had not yet experienced symptoms, six infants with type 1 disease, eight with type 2, and two with type 3 disease. SMA type 2 and 3 disease are later onset, milder forms of the disease. Data showed that infants with type 2 and 3 disease had significantly higher HSPA7 gene activity than pre-symptomatic newborns, suggesting that this gene may be a marker of SMA progression. In addition, analyses of blood samples of 37 other SMA infants under one year who also had available data on neurofilament levels showed that there was an association between neurofilament and HSP70B levels in the blood. Infants with higher neurofilament levels had significantly higher HSP70B protein levels compared with those with lower neurofilament levels. SMN is involved in gene splicing, a process that removes dispensable pieces of information and joins those containing the information necessary to build a protein, as in a puzzle, to form an intermediate molecule that allows the production of a functional protein. Given that SMN deficiency can affect gene splicing and trigger global DNA damage and stress responses, the team hypothesized that increased HSP70B levels in infants with SMA are the result of a cellular response to DNA damage. However, the researchers noted that it is also possible HSP70B production may instead be triggered by the progressive muscle damage seen in these patients. The study identified, reportedly for the first time, HSP70B as a novel candidate biomarker to track SMA progression in the first year of life, indicating that its circulating protein levels are associated with neurofilament levels in SMA newborns and infants. The researchers noted that they will include blood HSP70B level measurements in their routine analysis of SMA patients to collect longitudinal follow-up data and assess the effects of disease-modifying therapies. They also encouraged other scientists to do the same. Coming up next, perspectives from SMA News Today Forum's moderator, Deanne Runge. Thanks for joining me. I'm Deanne Rungi, SMA News Today content creator. Here at SMA News Today, we strive to bring you the most up-to-date content that relates to your lives. That's why we have such a variety. Not only do we have great columnists that share their lives with us, we also bring you the latest research where it comes to SMA. We have podcasts, a YouTube channel, and you can find us on Instagram, and Twitter too, I think, although I'm not on that platform so couldn't tell you for sure. Don't forget about our forums as well. We have a great community to lend support or to bounce ideas around. Recently, our Insights team put together a survey to help ensure we're bringing you the content that relates to what's relevant in your lives. We would appreciate if you took a few minutes to complete the survey. Promise it'll just take a few minutes and it will help us gauge what content will be most beneficial to the SMA community down the road. 
You can find the link below or in the forums at smanewstoday.com forward slash forums. We look forward to getting your input. That's all I have for you today. Have a great day, everyone. We'll talk again soon. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.smanewstoday.com and be sure to follow us on social media and join our SMA News Today forums, a trusted SMA community ready to welcome you anytime.